At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good to have you on board. Here, follow the money on VSIN, the sports betting network. We are live in downtown Las Vegas. Mitch Moss along with Matt Humans filling in today for Paulie Howard taking some time off. Uh, Circa Resort and Casino again is your spot inside the sportsbook. Mike Palm on the program in about an hour from right now. He's going to have no hyperbole. We'll talk to him. Uh, we'll get a contest update from the maestro at that point. See how many uh, entries we have already in Circa Millions 3 and also Circa Survivor. David Thorpe on the show will talk NBA in 45 minutes. Did you see this, Matt, where a former teammate of Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. I did uh, see this. Kareem Jackson, safety, went on a podcast, and he said that uh, he thinks, well, w- Watson wants to play in Denver is what he said. That's the spot where he wants to go. Deshaun Watson wants to play anywhere but Houston yes. right now. So he's going to put out feelers through former teammates, um, his agent, whatever he can do, put it out there and say, hey, uh, make a play for Deshaun Watson because he wants to go. And it really... Mitch, when you look around the NFL, not too many teams have a spot they can create at this point for a veteran quarterback who's carrying some significant baggage into the season. But the Broncos could do it. Mm-hmm. And the Broncos have a team that can win, and that's uh, why Aaron Rodgers is you know, interested in going to Denver. Don't you think Deshaun Watson just wants the hell out of Houston? I and, think so, sure. I mean, the unfortunate part of this for the Texans is they were stubborn I said many months ago, when a guy wants out, when he wants traded, before the draft, I said, I would have traded him. Mm-hmm. Get what you can. Could you get two first-round picks for Deshaun Watson before the draft, before this story oh, came out? Bef- right? I would say absolutely you what could. Can you, what can you get now? 
Well, that's the thing. How much is a team willing to give up for him right now, and how do they bring him in, like, and make it acceptable by their fan base? Like, don't you think it's going to be, no matter where he goes, like, if he lands somewhere and he's going to be like the week one starter, a lot of people in whatever city is going to be like, "You wait a second here, we can't have this guy as our quarterback." Oh, no doubt about it. You're, that's that's going to be a problem. But I think it's more of a problem with the media than the fans. Most fans are going to be fired up. Yeah, we got Deshaun Watson. Uh, that's like, exactly right. You know, I mean, media, he's a game changer. Right. The media is going to, uh, I, I guess, put the team uh, under the uh, under the spotlight. Going to. You're going to face all sorts of media criticism if you. They're not going to let the story right, die. If you deal for a guy like Deshaun Watson. And this, this no. story's ugly. It's, like you say, he's got a lot of baggage. And uh, it's kind of hard to get around that. But the fans love it. Fans don't care. They just want to win. Uh, I think Denver st- fans would be doing cartwheels. Well, they'd be playing Deshaun Watson. Playoffs, what, five years in a row? I, I kind of want to call them like a sleeping giant. If that team would add Rodgers or Watson somehow in the offseason. For, personally, I want it because I have the Raiders win total under eight for a big bet. Sure. And so, if you could, if they would have to play Herbert, Watson, or Rodgers, and Mahomes six times out of the year, I think that would be you do great things for that under. But I just, I overall, what do they, what do they need? They need a quarterback. I've needed a quarterback since uh, essentially since Peyton Manning retired. Uh huh. Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, those guys are big time difference makers. You give up on Drew Locke. Uh, you can deal Teddy Bridgewater or whatever. Those guys are placeholders. Yes, they are. Uh, so I think the Broncos have a couple of really appealing options here. Uh, it's going to be fascinating to uh, see what happens with those those two quarterbacks. Today's Major League Baseball card is up next. So what do we make of his start from last night? This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. The Milwaukee Bucks have lost back-to-back games for the first time since April. They head home, down two games tonight against the Nets in their Eastern Conference semifinal series, due in large part to their three-point shooting. In two games of the series, they have hit 14 of 57 three-point attempts for 24.6%. Bucks laying three and a half today against the Nets at home, 234 and a half the total. The Utah Jazz laying three against the LA Clippers in Salt Lake City, game two of the Western Conference semifinal series. Vegas can advance to the Stanley Cup semifinals with a win today. They're a dollar forty favorite over the Avalanche at home. Be sure to check out our new betting splits feature at vcin.com before you place your next bet every day. We're posting the latest splits for games at current odds and what percentage of bets and money being placed on each game. Go to vcin.com and check out the betting splits plus live odds, line moves, and game analysis. Makes vcin.com the best place to visit before your next bet. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. It's time to follow the money. With your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. If you miss any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows, including Follow the Money, a numbers game, My Guys in the Desert, and Lombardi Line with VSIN Best Bets. Download Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. They're all free and available right now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get 
your podcast. We will get into today's baseball card coming up in a second. We began the hour discussing Deshaun Watson and a former teammate of his, Kareem Jackson, saying, yeah, he wants to go to the Broncos. Well, he just, as you said, Matt, he wants out of Houston more than anything else. And at this point, what could, what, like, what's a realistic trade that would make sense on both sides, right? Because you said during the break, would you give up a first-round pick for a guy like Watson? Well, I would it try would, not to. Like, all things considered, he might miss, what, six, eight, ten, eight games? Yeah, we don't know what type of suspension he's going to be facing under the personal conduct policy in the NFL. He might miss half the season. Yeah. Still, I think if you make a deal for Deshaun Watson, you're, you're making that deal looking at the big picture. What he can do for your franchise the next five years or whatever down the road, not just first eight games of the season. Is he worth the first-round pick? Uh, no doubt about it. But what, what is the trade market for him uh, right now? I don't think there's much of a market out there because of all the baggage he brings uh, wherever he goes and all the media scrutiny you, an organization's going to face if you make a deal for this guy. I hate to say a second-round pick is uh, you could give up a second and a third. Let's say you give up a second and a third. Is that enough to get Deshaun Watson? When there's not much of a market? How many teams out there really are going to give away a, a one for him at this point, considering everything that's happened or could happen with the suspension? Well, if you're Most the... teams are pretty much set at quarterback as we sit here today. Yeah. Although, I mean, I'm telling you, the, the, the Broncos he, he's a with... game changer. With... Cortland Sutton and oh. Jerry Judy. And I Noah agree Fant with you about the Broncos. Right. They have oh, a lot of exciting man. young skill position players, and they got a pretty good defense. Yes, they do. So the Broncos, I, I'm like you. I, I think they are a sleeper team as well. If you get a Rodgers or a, a Watson, you become a contender overnight. Especially if you get Rodgers. If you get Watson, I still think he might be facing a eight game suspension, Let, something in that range. Let's say the Broncos gave up a first round pick. And he misses the first eight games of the season, right? Mm-hmm. They can still win 10 games. Because, you know, Bridgewater, like we just talked about, they're skilled guys, the defense that they have, they begin at the Giants, at the Jags, they get the Jets and the Ravens at home then. And you say Bridgewater, it could be Drew Locke. It could be Drew Locke. Yeah. I, I like Bridgewater, their chances better with him, but mm-hmm. it could be Drew Locke. Like, let's say they tread water and they bring him back, what would it be, in week nine against the Cowboys on the road? Where he would you would think be the starter automatically unless they're really doing well. Eagles in a bye week. I mean, if they could win some, if they're four and five, is that realistic? Yeah, it's realistic. Sure. Be, or four and four, maybe before the Cowboys game, if you want, or whatever, if you want to bring him back week nine, week ten, something like that. So then you bring him in, you automatically get a boost. Let's say they win ten games, they make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to be picking like in the early twenties. Right, the first is, round pick would be somewhere around twenty four. Yeah, whatever. So that, would that 26. pick be worth it for Deshaun Watson? Yeah, I, I would say yes. Mm-hmm. And, and then what you have with him but beyond you, this year? Do you have to give up a first rounder to get him? That's the question. Michael Lombardi, I think, would have a better idea. Uh, you know, in terms of this uh, debate, what, I'm not going to give up a first if I don't have to. Right. If I can give up a second and a third round pick for Deshaun Watson, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just not sure how much competition there is for him in the market at this yeah. point. That's no, why I understand. The, the Broncos might be able to get a hell of a bargain on Watson. If you're, but I, I'm telling you, if I'm on the other side, I'm on the Texans. I just, <laughs> I, I can't take a, a two and a three for him. Well, he's already been a PR nightmare. Yeah, he doesn't want to play there. You're going to have to move on. So, like I, I say, the same thing about the Packers. I know the GM 
Brian Gutekunst and the, and the president, Mark Murphy, are going to be stubborn. They're going to say, we're not going to trade Aaron Rodgers. We're going to call his bluff, whatever. I think if you want to force him to retire, that's fine. But why not do what's best for the franchise's long-term future and get as much as you can for Aaron Rodgers? Why would you not trade him and get two first-round picks and whatever else comes with that instead of getting nothing mm-hmm. for Aaron Rodgers? And that's the same thing I would do with Watson. It's obviously not going to work with Deshaun Watson and the Texans long-term. It's broken. You can't fix it. So get as much as you can for him at this point, and as much as you can get might be a couple of second-round picks. Who knows? You know how old he is? Deshaun? Yeah. Uh, 25. Yeah, he'll be 26 like around week one. Okay. I mean, think about that. He's got a lot of good years left. That's what I'm saying. If you deal for him, you kind of look at – you have to look at the big picture, not – the idea that he might get suspended for half of the 2021 right. yes. season. A- absolutely. You look at what can he do for us for the next five or ten years. Mm-hmm. Is he worth the first-round pick? I agree with you. No question about it. I would deal with But if I don't have to, you don't have to I'm sure. not going to do it. I just don't know, as we sit here today, nobody really knows what the trade market for him is, right? Yeah. It's, t- it's tough to get a gauge on that. I mean, but like you said, before the story came down, he actually said that he wanted, obviously, out of Houston before we heard about all this nonsense that took place. At that time, if the Texans would have traded him, I think two first-round picks, certainly. And, th- and then some, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah, no doubt about it. Would have been two first-round. That's, that's where you start the discussion is two first-round picks. Yeah. And, I mean, he's a top-five quarterback in the league. Mm-hmm. He's that good. What did you make of uh, Garrett Cole last night, his start against the Minnesota Twins? That was pretty good. Everybody yeah. was going to watch the spin rate because of uh, what his spin rate was way down in his previous two starts. That was uh, he knew he was going to be under the microscope last night. He came out, he uh, lit up the radar gun early, pitched well, and uh, beat the Twins. Right now, it doesn't mean a whole lot if you beat the Twins. No, they're not hitting, they're not winning, and the Yankees have owned the Twins. So Garrett Cole's on the cover of uh, Point Spread Weekly, our digital magazine, this week. Yankees are in a sticky situation with him, and uh, in the playoff race because. It's not a, Mitch. It's really not about what happened last night in Minnesota. It's about how how is this guy going to pitch the rest of the year if he's not allowed to use the uh, what's it called sticky tack something like that. Isn't it what it is? It's a sticky uh, spider tack. Spider tack. There you go. Tack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is a beautiful cover, by the way. <laughs> the cover of the New, New York, York Post. Post. Look today. at this. Stick it. <laughs> Stick it. Cole spins Jim versus Donaldson and Twins. How about that? The Yankees get the uh, the top spot on the back page instead of the Islanders. Mm. Man. Uh, but anyway, the Yankees get a big win last night. Cole pitches well, but still it's about what are they going to do in the next two months? How, how's he going to pitch? If he can't use that stuff in the next two months, how's mm-hmm. Garrett Cole going to look? I mean, it's it's truly <clears> astonishing that you know the, the Twins are obviously just a disaster this year. Yeah. But they've been a good team now going back for a handful of years. Sure. And it doesn't matter who's on their roster. It doesn't matter who's pitching or who's hitting for the they Yankees. They get punked by the Yankees. They get what was that stat that I saw last night? Boy, Katie Sharp is a good follow on Twitter. Um, here you go. This will this will tell you. For the first time this season, the Yankees scored eight plus runs in back to back games. Right. Who both games? Time. Yeah, of course, both teams. Both games came against uh, the Minnesota Twins. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the offense had been miserable. That's a big talking point here. Yankees are 27th in baseball in runs per game going into this series, and they put up eight runs, eight plus in back-to-back games. 
That's a, I mean, if you're, that's a joke if you're the Twins. It really is. The best part about them, I'd say, with their, their jerseys that they were wearing last night. The throwbacks. Yeah. Like, like that light, the light blue with the I like red. Those. I, like those. I, I like them quite a bit, yeah. Uh, good call by you yesterday on the Mets. Again, that, that, the overnight, see, this early in the morning, these m- numbers move quite a bit. And uh, when the Orioles were taking all that steam yesterday, I mean, the Mets were $1.50. When we were live on the air, it got all the way down to $1.22. And for some reason, betters, sharps, were backing Matt Harvey in the market. It made no sense. We saw the results. The guys had, like, two decent starts the entire year. Other than that, he is who he is at this point. Not close to the dark night he once was, obviously, when he dominated uh, with the Mets. That was one of the easiest baseball bets you're ever going to make, Matt. 14-1 to last night. The Mets dropped a hammer on the uh, Baltimore Orioles, who had been pretty good the previous two days, and actually their offense was outstanding. But Tawan Walker is kind of a sleeper. I would agree. Uh, I talked about him last week when he made a start against the Padres, and he pitched well in that game. Just uh, the bounces went the Padres' way, and they snuck out, I think, a 4-3 to three win that night. But Tuan Walker's been a really, really good pitcher uh, for the Mets, and he dominated. He had nine strikeouts last night against the O's. About as easy a baseball bet as you're going to make this season if you bet the Mets, minus 125 or so last night. Uh, and uh, sometimes it's not about betting on a pitcher or a team as much as it's about betting against a pitcher or a team. And last night, the, the main reason for that bet was betting against Matt Harvey. Yep. How about the Padres You know, now? the way, sorry, the way that line was crashing when we were on the show yesterday, I thought maybe Tawan Walker had been pulled from the start, had uh-huh. been scratched. I couldn't figure out why that line was moving in the Orioles' direction, 20, 25 cents, whatever it was moving at the time. I thought, what is going on here? Because yep. that was the one game on the baseball board I liked. I thought maybe he got scratched. That was not the case, and Tuan Walker dominated. How about the Padres now? They're 3-7 and seven in their last 10, Yep. and they've played the Cubs six times since May 31st. They've lost five of them. Five of six. And there was a four-game set in there with the Mets. They took the first two there, but they lost the final two of that last Saturday and Sunday where they only scored a combined two runs in those two games. And now, after losing two out of three to the Cubs, they get the Mets for three more on the road before they go to Colorado. Mm-hmm. This team is uh, scuffling now a little bit, but... Nice run, continues here for the Cubs and not so much for the Padres, and that was with you, uh, Darvish. They they got as high as two sixty yesterday. I know, and they lost the game three to one. I looked at the Cubs yesterday. I didn't have the courage to uh, make the bet because I don't just don't like Jake Arrieta. Uh, I don't. I don't blame you. So today uh, it's a smaller card. We do have three day games overall. Uh, one of which is the Braves and the Phillies. Looking at this game, Zach Wheeler opened up a dollar twenty eight. Here at Circuit Sports, he's four and three with a two point five one ERA. I've talked about him a lot so far this year. Uh, he's been fantastic. Now you look at the number here going up a little bit at DraftKings. Anyway, they're a dollar thirty seven. The FIP is also very good at two five nine. So the numbers pretty much are lined up across the board. Almost eleven Ks per nine. The Braves against Wheeler. They have a really good slash line with an OPS of eight seventy four. Eight home runs in one hundred and sixty five at bats. Three by Acuna, two by Freeman, but a lot of those numbers came for the Braves when Wheeler was with the Mets, and he's been better against them over the last year or so. But uh, you see the number going up in this game today. Anderson's also fine, but 
Uh, Wheeler, I've, I've said it now for a good month probably, he's a dark dark horse Cy Young candidate in the NL if anything happens to Jacob deGrom. Yeah, the Mets should not have let him go. Nope. Zach Wheeler, I thought, deserved to be priced around 130, 135 in this game, so... Uh, Stay away. Yeah, I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's a, lot of, a big part of baseball betting is a price. If you feel like you're getting uh, a big edge in the price or uh, whatever, that that looks like the side you would want to play. Like yesterday, I thought the Mets probably should have been minus 150. Yeah. You know, and you're playing them at minus 125. Uh, right here, I think this game's priced about right. Zach Wheeler, definite pitching edge for the Philly side. And the Braves, man, blew another game last night. Oh, I, I, man. Uh, so... The Braves are just finding ways to uh, to stay under the 500 mark. <laughs> Disappointing team. Yeah, absolutely. They so are. much potential, so much offensive potential, uh, but they just uh, are are struggling right struggling right now. So yep. it's not like the Braves are a bet on team. So to me, it would be Phillies or a pass. Matt, did you bet the White Sox overnight because they are getting a lefty today? It's Rio against Keuchel, and the Blue Jays opened up uh, minus 115 here at Circa. When you look at the white, we all know about the White Sox record overall against lefties. Twenty-eight and four in the last thirty-two against lefty starters. It's amazing, right? It's what a run they're on. And if you look overall at their numbers against lefties this year, they're number two in the league in OPS. They're number two in slugging, number two in on base, and they're number four in average. Rio's Rio's very good. I get it, but. Here's here's the thing that would maybe keep me off the White Sox. It's Keuchel, and I just I don't have a lot of faith in him at this point. I don't have a lot of faith in him either. But if if you've been playing this angle of White Sox against the lefty starters, then you just keep playing it. Yeah, probably. And uh, it paid off a couple of days ago. And right now you're getting the Yankees uh, plus one hundred two, or excuse me, White Sox plus one hundred two at DraftKings. So I wouldn't say it's a bad bet. Yeah, any plus money here with the White Sox, maybe you fire. All right, because I see it coming down now. Uh, yeah, they're no longer plus here at Circa. They're even money. Like anything else today on the card? The Brewers might be a little bit cheap with Peralta on the mound. They open up a dollar ten against the Reds, and Castillo has been a, just a nightmare so far this year. And this Peralta, his numbers are absolutely fantastic. He's got to cut the walks down, and no, money has come in on the Brewers overnight. No surprise here. But he's 6-1 and one with a two two five ERA. The FIP is very good at 2.9. Almost 13 Ks per nine. Here's where he's been a little bit lucky. Mm-hmm. The BABIP is under 200. So the batting average of balls in play off of Peralta, 190 on the year. On the flip side, Castillo's BABIP is 350. I have a hard... I, I can't get a read on the Brewers or the Reds, so that's the type of game I'm going to pass on. But Castillo's been a bet against. Absolutely. <laughs> he, he's been a disaster for the most part. Dodgers, big favorites with uh, Julio Urias on the mound, and he has been pretty shaky lately, but... Do you want it back to Pirates and Mitch Keller? Probably not. No. Uh, Dodgers minus 225. I think the Giants could be live. I really uh, I like Anthony DiScofani, the way he's pitched. Uh, this season's been impressive. And you can grab him right now, plus 150 against Mad Max Scherzer, Giants, Nationals. Um, that's one big dog that caught my eye, but I've got to tell you, nothing's really jumping off the page for me today yeah, in baseball. That, you know what? I circled the Giants game as well because you're right. He's been solid so far this year, and the Nationals are they're, they're not a very good baseball team either at this point. It's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I like the NFL offseason, but some of the stories make me want to hit the fast forward button all the way to week one. I'll give you an example of that coming up next.
Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo play okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live today from the OddTrader.com studio at Circa Resort and Casino. OddTrader.com. Download the free OddTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info that you need. You can find live in-game odds and stats. You can also compare sportsbook sign-up bonuses all at OddTrader.com. I said before the break, Matt, that uh, I do enjoy the NFL offseason, but some of the stories, and it gets like, is people are forcing narratives and you know, issues and storylines. And it's just like, okay, eventually, like, let's this let's get by June and July. Let's get football already. Mm-hmm. So you get a little bit tired of it. Uh, for example, this one, uh, Jordan Love for the Green Bay Packers. And I saw highlights of his practice, or call it whatever you want, yesterday. He looked really good hitting those big, wide-open nets that he was throwing the ball into. <clears throat> very, very difficult for very a quarterback impressive. to do. Very, very impressive. I watched it as well. So this kind of took off yesterday. <laughs> Uh, Jordan Love. The previous day, I think the report was he missed a wide-open receiver on 4th and 7. That, that's another thing. And sailed it, it over his head. But yesterday, he looked a lot better. Yeah, that's yeah. two days ago. I don't uh, care how the guy looks at, in this point. I, in June, in practice, come on. It's a, The two-minute drill doesn't look good, folks. Then all of a sudden yesterday, you won't believe Jordan Love. Boy, did he look good out there. Every pass on the money. <laughs> and then Jordan Love came out and said, I'm 100% ready to start if Aaron Rodgers stays away. Wouldn't you love to hear a quarterback once say, I'm probably like 25%. i got to be honest, I'm scared. Yeah. I'm not ready for this. I can't believe they drafted up. 
I traded up to take me in the draft in the first round. Right. I was blown away. I'm not that good, quite frankly. And uh, I'm really, really, I feel the pressure right now. Right. Which he will. <laughs> he will. He will. If he, if he has to start week one for the Packers at New Orleans, he's going to be uh, scared. You know what, Wes? They're playing at the Superdome against the Saints in week one. I know. Yeah. I know. where They're on the road against the Saints, and uh, he would be replacing Aaron Rodgers. No. What would you make that number? With Jordan Love? If Jordan Love starts, and I don't care who it is for the Saints, it could be Taysom yeah. Hill, Jameis Winston, uh, it could be, uh, who else? The Saints drafted a quarterback. I was trying to think who. Uh, yeah. Oh, they drafted Ian Book from Ian Notre Book. Dame. Ian Book, there you go, yeah. Uh, it could be Ian Book, a quarterback. I would still, I would, I would look to be on the Saints or pass. And, you know, I would lay significant number of points probably with the Saints. If Jordan Love has to start in that game, if he, he's not going to be ready. If he's a starting quarterback, the Saints are what right now? Two and a half in week one? That has to go to a minimum of six, right? I was, I was thinking six, maybe even seven. Do you go we'll to see, seven? I'm not sure you go to seven. I think it's seven. You'd probably get some sharp play at the plus seven. That's yeah. just typically how the betting market works. Mm-hmm. In the NFL. So, yeah, you're probably right. I would think six. Here's their win total. I looked around yesterday, and uh, by the way, it's not up at a lot of spots. Like Nevada actually has uh, Packers win totals at a lot of spots. Circa, Packers are nine. Same thing at win. Same thing at Westgate. And uh, William Hill has right now nine and a half on the Packers. Under is minus 150. Well, that's not where William Hill opened that number. Yeah, you said they opened it up at 11. I've got it for you right here. Chris Andrews opened win totals at the South Point. He did not put the Packers on the sheet, which probably is a wise thing to do. If I'm booking it right now, I'm not going to put it up. Uh, April 16th, Mitch, this was uh, two weeks, about two weeks before the NFL draft. Caesars William Hill put up for a Packers win total 11. I still, that's unbelievable. Wow. 11. That was on April 16th. The same day, DraftKings put up 10.5 on the Packers. Hmm. Well, you know what, though? That also was two weeks before the, the Rodgers news dropped. Right, the Rodgers news came down the first day of the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hence, okay, yeah. yeah. I, but I don't recall seeing but the there, 11. But there were rumors before yeah, yeah. that that there was you know, problems with Rodgers and the Packers, and he didn't want to come back. But uh, that's when the story really blew up, was on the first day of the draft. Yeah, I, I don't see them getting If it's Jordan Love all year you long. You would like to have that number in your pocket right uh, now, right? You would love Under to have, 11 on the Packers? Boy, oh boy, would you love that. You and I have talked about this before. You look at that Packers schedule. We have it up right there. The only soft spot on the entire schedule is the Lions in Week 2 at Lambeau Field. Even with Rodgers, the Packers are going to have a hard time being any better than 10-7, and seven, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, that is, that is the gauntlet right there. Look at that. I would tell you that at the Bengals is no cakewalk. And that's, that, that's with Rodgers. Right. Without him, I, I I would not anticipate that team being a favorite in that game. Uh, we'll see no. how the Bengals get off to a start this year in the first four weeks, obviously. And Burrow looks good after the injury, but that is a very difficult schedule. And well, they were 12-6 and six ATS last year. Everything went right. That's not going to be the case in 2021 for uh, the Packers. Not going right at this point, anyway. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We'll get into tonight's playoff games coming up next. Betting this angle in recent years was pure gold. Is it still a wise idea? We'll pick it around coming up.
with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the largest offer of live in-play options. BetRivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. And to make your experience even more rewarding, BetRivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time playthrough. BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook, offer is valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. You must be 21. Again, download the BetRivers Sportsbook app today. BetRivers.com. Game three tonight, NBA playoffs, as uh, this series shifts back to Milwaukee and, uh, you know, really hasn't been competitive that much. The first, you know, 24 minutes of the series in that uh, game one, that was a pretty good, you know, uh, game, actually. And then after that, the third quarter, the second half was all Brooklyn. And then in the second game, that was just embarrassing by the Bucs. And it's easy to say at this now, point. I don't even think embarrassing it's is a not, strong enough word. It's man. not. It's just like give up on the franchise right. at that point, right? Um, and it's easy to you know have that in your head and say, well, there's no way I can bet the Bucks tonight. They're laying three and a half now after uh, this gets corrected a little bit from that team going off as the favorite, which I still can't believe against uh, the Nets in game two. <laughs> but, but see, the angle over the years, Matt, has been when a, a team is down 0-2 and they go home for game three, just to like blindly bet them first quarter in the first half. Well, b- books have caught on over the years, right? Of course, the odds makers adjust. There's like a tax. There's an adjustment. Mm-hmm. The first quarter tonight, when the game is three and a half, has the Bucks lane two. The mm. first half in Milwaukee is three. So, yeah. like to me, like I want to bet, I want to fire on the Bucks today and make a good point. But then again, they have to win by three points in order for you to win that bet. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a major adjustment, but it is when you're talking about oh, yeah. winning the first quarter by three points. So typically it would be uh, it would be bucks minus 1, maybe 1 and a half. Maybe. If you go back what 2 years, 2 or yeah, 3 years. Yeah, right, right. Before the books really started to make adjustments on these first quarter and first half numbers and I think it was about 3 years ago, right when that this trend in the playoffs started out like 15 and 1. Oh, it was huge. So, I mean, it was 18 and 2 or something right off the bat and everybody was uh, betting it that way. Uh so the numbers have been adjusted a little bit. I still think if you're going to play tonight, you got to look at Bucks first quarter, Bucks first half. I just don't believe in this team's ability to sustain it for 48 minutes over 12 or 24. Uh, I think that's possible, but again, the way the numbers have been adjusted, you're not stealing anything here. I'm probably just going to pass on this one. There's no Harden tonight, and one thing I do anticipate the Bucks to kind of correct would be the three-point shooting. Now, are they going to go the entire series? And this has been, I think it was like Kevin Pelton from ESPN. They've studied this over the years, right? Like when a team shoots very well from downtown in the first game, that's not really indicative of how the three-point shooting is going to go for the entire series. Sure. Or if a team shoots 6 of 30, which is exactly what the Bucks did in game one, that doesn't mean they're going to shoot poorly for the rest of the series either. But they did shoot poorly again in game two. I just I think at home tonight... They're going to find their groove a little bit better, right? And the three-point shots will be going down. And if they get that crowd going absolutely nuts and the freak throws down a couple of uh, dunks on the fast break, whatever, um, that home court could really pay dividend, pay off tonight. Yeah, if they don't, if but, the uh, Bucks don't get off the fast start, it's going to be a big problem. I would agree. At that, right? Because at some point, isn't they've like, already got doubt in the back of their minds because this team just, like you said, embarrassed them in game two. They have not played well at all. In this series, you fall behind early at home. 
could be big trouble for the Bucks. So yeah. I, I still think the best thing goes probably to play first quarter, first half. And you're right, they'll shoot the ball better at home. Chris Middleton started out this series uh, six for 31 <laughs> on the field. That, that's the guy. That's the main guy who's got to get on track for the Bucks. What'd you call him? The hundred and seventy-five million yeah. dollar man. You got to be better. I'm you sorry. Can't shoot six for thirty-one in the first two games of a playoff series, and that's why he was before he finally knocked down a jumper yep. uh, in game two. Like, look, I've said this before. I'll say it again. I, I will never blame a player for getting that much money. Oh, of course not. How can you? I mean, if it's offered to you, of course you have to take it. I would only look at the organization, right? But if you get that much money, you have to play like you sign that big of a contract. You need to step up in big big moments. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't get any bigger than it is right now, and you need to be like that second fiddle to Giannis, who's the two-time defending MVP until Jokic took it down earlier this week. You just, I don't know, the makeup of the team, are they a championship-like caliber team with the talent? Maybe not. I, I, I think the defend, uh, DiVincenzo injury, by the way, is underrated. That definitely hurt a little bit. Yes. But hasn't been talked about much, but yeah, going into the series, I said, well, that's going to hurt too. You're trying to get by the Nets. You need everything you got. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah. You like the Clippers tonight? I, I like the Clippers a little bit just because they let game one get away. They should have won game one. They're up double digit at the halftime. No Mike Conley. I've said this before. You absolutely have to win that game when the other team's second best player or third best player, whatever you want to call him, but Conley's the point guard. He runs the show. When he's not on the floor and you're up double digits at halftime, you have to win the game. I think the Clippers, who played really well in Game 6 and Game 7 with their backs to the wall, uh, will respond tonight. If you look at the Clippers, and we've talked about their personality as a team, Mitch, they're the definition of a Jekyll and Hyde type of basketball team. Oh, no doubt. But they typically play better or play their best when their backs are against the wall. And that's that's the case tonight. We could say... Well, they'll lose tonight, then their backs will really be against the wall when they go home for game three, and that's certainly possible. They could blow it tonight, but it looks like Mike Conley is not going to be able to suit up. You know, you said James Harden is out for game two. No definitive word on uh, Mike Conley tonight, but I don't expect him to play. And if he's not going to play, there's a couple books out there, including DraftKings with three and a half. I would go ahead and take the three and a half with the Clips, yep. who, uh, who should have won game one. They, they let that one get away. And in the NHL playoff game that we have tonight, it is game number six. Uh, Winner go home for Colorado. They need it here in Las Vegas. I would say this. If you're going to bet Colorado, especially here in town, right? And if you live here in Las Vegas, just wait on the game. Because I think every every single person in this city going to the game, whatever, (laughs) they think the series is over with. And they think the Golden Knights, like they, they, they think they have the box score ready for tomorrow's game in the paper or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, online. And they're like, yeah, Knights won the game. I think you can get a better number on the Avalanche a little bit later on today. Right now, it's circa the Vegas Golden Knights are minus 133. Uh, DraftKings minus 137. William Hill minus 150. I think Golden Knights could close as high as 155 at most spots. Yeah. Do you think that's I'm not going to be surprised. Yeah. At some so point, you, you could probably get a better if you wait, like you said. You'll probably get the best price on the Avalanche an hour before the probably. Drops. Yeah, I think that's the way that you want to approach that game tonight. Up next, we will discuss the two NBA playoff games with the coach David Thorpe with TrueHoop.com. Going to ask him to uh, break down the Bucks' issues to this point against the Nets, and if they're capable of fixing it starting tonight. That's coming up next.
1-800-636-8365. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo play Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. DraftKings Sportsbook and get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Download the app, sign up using the promo code VSIN, and get started with the only top-rated sportsbook that matters. DraftKings, you can bet on it. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, prices, counseling, and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, that number is 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. The coach, David Thorpe, joins the program now on Twitter at Coach Thorpe. And you can read him at truehoop.com as well. Good morning, sir. How are you today? Doing great, thanks. Hope you guys are well, too. Yeah, we are. We are. What have you identified so far as the biggest issues with the Bucks through two games, specifically in game number two against the Nets? And do you think with their coaching staff, specifically Budenholzer, they are capable of fixing it against Brooklyn? So to answer the second question first, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's there's not systemic issues. Uh, the obvious one, guys, is you know they shot terribly, right? Eight of 27 and from three in the last game. They got murdered from the three-point line. Uh, and they're a better shooting team than that. Yep. I think that uh, what, I, what I found, uh, and I wrote about this yesterday, is in the, you know, we know the Nets did not play defense during the season. They didn't really need to. We didn't know how well they could defend in the postseason. We knew they would play harder. Like, these guys are trying to win a championship. Of course, they'll compete harder, right, collectively. 
but the 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 co- the collective and connection uh, of a spirited group of defenders who know what to do on cuts and screens and multiple cuts and multiple screens and multiple passes isn't just a, a, a switch you can easily flip. And so I say that because that really was the recipe for Milwaukee, I thought, going into the series, is challenge the Nets' integrity on defense, right? Uh, against Miami, Miami, Milwaukee decided that Miami's defense is very good. The more you pass the ball, it's like wrestling a big snake. They'll just get a better angle to cut you off and, and, and constrict you. And so they were letting it fly against the Heat, and it worked great. But they're doing the same thing against Milwaukee and, I mean, against um, Brooklyn and missing. And in two games, my statistics that I looked up had them throwing 416 passes in two games. I read a different article today that had it at 430. So let's, let's just say I'm right. It's 416. The Nets are averaging 300 passes a game. They've thrown 600 passes with those two guys, Kyrie and Durant, as their main uh, uh, scorers. So Milwaukee is doing the same thing they did in the previous series, shooting poorly against a worse defense. The way you fix it is you pass a lot more. You set more screens. You set multiple screens on and off the ball. You cut more. You've got to, you've got to test the Nets' ability to deal with multiple actions in a possession, every possession or many possessions, uh, you set screens to make defenders think. That's a famous Hubie Brown quote from probably 40 years ago that I never forgot. Well, the Nets don't have to think on defense because Milwaukee's shooting it so quickly, mm-hmm. very often poor shots, they're, and they're missing, and the Nets aren't being tested at all. So to me, if early, if the first quarter, Milwaukee's moving the ball, moving bodies, telling Giannis, don't shoot any more threes. You can't shoot anyway. Right. He's shooting terribly from the line from three. And let's just try to kill him in the paint. If they constrict inside, kick it back out to open guys with the ball flying around. If you can get on top of the Nets a little bit, the way the Celtics did in the one where they, the Celtics led twice after a quarter. Uh, uh, it was the first game against the Celtics. Maybe after three quarters, they were up and they lost. And then, and then the one game where Tatum scored 50. You can't let the Nets just move as if it's an exhibition game. There's no suspense. There's no drama for them. And therefore, it's easy pickings for them. You have to challenge them better. They make a great point. Great the, uh, yeah, the Nets don't want to play defense, and the Bucks are letting them off the hook uh, right now. What about on the defensive end of the floor? Is uh, Coach Bud's philosophy, uh, in, in terms of uh, giving up too many open looks from three, going to burn uh, the Bucks in this series? Because you can't do that against the Nets, uh, right? You just can't give the Nets the type of open looks from three that's happened here in the first two games. So real quickly, uh, it. You said that the Nets don't want to play D and the Bucs will let look. We don't know if the Nets want to play defense. They didn't want to play defense when the games didn't matter as much in the regular season because they could overwhelm you with talent. Now we don't know. It, it, if the Nets really can defend all of these different things that, for example, Phoenix ran last night against Denver and in game one and the way the Jazz play offense, then they're going to be champions. But we don't know if they can do that. Uh, uh, you, you ask a great question. The Nets are obviously very, very tough to defend for, for reasons I don't have to go into. I, I felt watching the games that Milwaukee lacked playing with force. Uh, I don't mean physical, like Mike Malone always talks about how soft his team is. Every time they lose, it's because they're soft or they quit. I don't love that. I don't think that's the case. But the way Philadelphia attacked Atlanta, and I wrote about this at the end of game one, because they were in desperate mode, 
down 15 with what, four to play or whatever. And they almost came back and won the game. And I thought that that same tenacity and ferocity was, was available for the Sixers in game two, even though they didn't full court press like they did in game one. We're not seeing that from the Bucs. We're not seeing a wild scramble whenever one of the smaller nets. I mean, my, I coached Mike James in the pre-draft and cannot get a single team to even try him out. I was, I've never had that before where no team out of 30 would agree with me that he was worthy of a look. He had some off-court issues, but he ain't the first guy to, to, have, to have NBA talent and make it despite some off-court issues. I love the kid. He's a good player, but he's small. So you, you can target some of the players they play, including even Kyrie, who's not very tall, and get some traps with, with Milwaukee's length, jump in some passing lanes, play with energy and force, and don't, don't just try to defend them perfectly in the half court. You can't. Uh, uh, Durant is the ultimate antidote to any poison you want to deliver if you play vanilla because he can't be guarded, right? So you've got to bring some force. You've got to try to change the tempo. Again, we try, you want to make him think on defense. We want to make him think on offense, too. Don't let him know where traps are coming. Don't let him know where they're coming. Don't, know, don't let him know when they're coming. Mix, that, mix those coverages up. Uh, get them on their heels a little bit. The, the Nets have played like these are exhibition games. There's been no stress, and that's got to change. Mm-hmm. And you can do that from both both ends of the court. You know, series is about adjustments. It's also about attitude. Does it make sense to you to uh, play the Bucks in the first quarter in the first half tonight? To to oh, oh I, I mean, I don't know much about that whole world. I do, I do. I mean, I happen to think Milwaukee is a very good team, guys. I think Miami ended the season eleven and four. They they were playing well, and Milwaukee got very lucky in Game One, playing terribly. And then they destroyed them. So there is some fight in them, right? There is some integrity to them. And so, yes, it wouldn't surprise me to see Milwaukee play much better. The problem is, and obviously in gambling, there's always the other side. They've got Kyrie and Durant. And those guys are both capable of going nuclear. Uh, Kyrie in game one was sublime. Uh, I watched watched him. I watched all of his points on Synergy the, the next morning. They played him well defensively. He's just incredible sometimes. Oftentimes, not always. That's what the Bucks have to hope for, is that by bringing forward Lose him. Is that like a... Uh, okay. All right. Lost him for a minute there. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to get him back in time either. Uh, well, I wanted coach, to ask him about the uh, Jazz playing without Mike Conley tonight yeah. and uh, how they adjusted without the point guard in Game 1 and what the Clippers can do better in Game 2. Yeah, exactly, because there are a lot of ways to look at that. Okay, what happened? Happened? okay we got, I think we got the coach yeah. back here. Okay, there you are, sir. Um, we have a couple of minutes here. It, it, it went yeah. dark here for a minute. I want to ask you, in the, in the two minutes that we have left, about the Jazz-Clippers game and how you look at Game number 2. Clippers had a 13-point lead in Game 1 at halftime. Um, George was not great, 4 of 17. Morris was like 1 of 9 from downtown. They got actually decent minutes from Boogie Cousins, who didn't play against the Mavericks. But the Jazz came back to win by three points with no Mike Conley. It felt kind of like a game the Clippers gave away. How do you look at tonight's matchup? I mean, yeah, I think that uh, I think the Clippers played pretty well, and Utah, I thought, played pretty well. Both teams have a lot more they can give. Obviously, George was, was the worst of the ones. Although Utah plays great defense and they executed pretty well, uh, uh, I thought LA really needed to win Game One without Conley. I, guys, Conley might be out for a while. To to assume he's mm. back after another game mm. is a mistake. It's a hamstring issue. You can't ever guarantee that thing. Right. Uh, the clip. The Clippers just have to really defend. Uh, they did a great job of taking Gobert away for most of the game, but it came at a, a cost because they went small 
And guarding Favors and Gobert, I thought, wore them down. That's why Zubak had to play, and Cousins, then he played well. Uh, I thought Kawhi was lethargic uh, for parts of the game. They really have trouble guarding him. The problem is he's going to have to score 35-40 for them to have a chance in most of these games, a real chance. And maybe he can do it, maybe he can't. But they were tired in game one. Uh, uh, if they don't go small, I think it keeps Kawhi fresher than having to wrestle those big guys from Utah. And so that's what I'm looking for is how often are they going to play their big guys so Kawhi can really do more and not have to just physically have to guard the big guys for Utah. Great stuff as always. Again, follow him on Twitter at Coach Thorpe. You mentioned what you were what you wrote about this week in, uh, at TrueHoop.com. What else do you have coming up? Oh, we're just locked in on the game. So yeah. I'm always looking to see what these coaches are doing for adjustment-wise, but I might be writing the uh, eulogy for Mike Budenholzer in Milwaukee if they don't win tonight. Yeah, you could be. Absolutely. Uh, thank, thanks for the time. Enjoy the two games tonight that we have. Thanks, guys. Yep, be good. There you go. Coach David Thorpe. Uh, he's right. If they don't make it competitive at all, I can't imagine the Bucks going to uh, bring him back. Yeah, if the Bucks get blown out in this series, Coach Bud's probably out. You know, it's interesting how a guy who's in the running or wins NBA Coach of the Year one year can be out of a job. Oh the my next God! Year. How quickly it is changes? there any other league where it happens like that, where you can win Coach of the Year and next year be on the sidewalk on the street? NH- NHL is close, but I know what you're saying. I mean, the NBA, it's like George Carl, Carl won Coach of the Year. Uh-huh. See you later. Yeah. Bye bye. By the way, the Clippers, they don't really have time to like get their legs underneath them. Uh-huh. There's, there are no off days in this series. Did you see this? Wednesday, <coughs> uh, I'm sorry, Tuesday into tonight, into Saturday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Well, I mean, tough it out. It's the playoffs. Yeah, I know. The, the Jazz oppo- got to do the same thing. The opposing team is playing without its point guard. So if a team yeah. has an excuse here, it's the Utah Jazz. I would agree. without Mike Conley. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, the Celtics have launched their coaching search. And now the Pacers need a coach. Do you think Becky Hammond might get a look in one of those jobs? Interesting. She might. If you can find her, like in the betting markets, right, to like uh, land a job somewhere. She's worth a long shot, Beth? Maybe. Maybe it is. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.